0: Pulse 95 Pulse 95 It's the Morning Majlis. It's the Morning Majlis. Talking the stories that are shaping headlines plus those that make you go hmm. Good morning Sharjah and the United Arab Emirates. Welcome on to the Morning Majlis. We've survived the first weekend of the year 2023. We saw torrential downpour. Very, very heavy rain at this time around, and what a welcome to the year uh, 2023. Good news, or maybe... Uh, news of slight concern is that there is going to be more rain to be expected. This week, we might see some scattered rain across the city. And then if you look at your weather forecasts as well, it's it's predicting another rain for a Friday and Saturday. So be mindful of that in terms of planning another outdoor adventure should you be wishing to do so. And of course, uh, keep a close eye on the advisories issued by the government, especially with uh, the police uh, talking to you about which roads to avoid the most, especially during the rainy season. Apart from that, catching up with some of the big stories shaping the headlines across the globe. Of course, the biggest story of the day is going to be the reopening of China, its impact on the oil market, its impact on the share markets across Asia. They've been opening up on a high, so it's been a very, very optimistic start to the year uh, following the first weekend. But apart from that, uh, we've got a situation developing in Brazil, uh, Bolsonaro's uh, uh, supporters have been storming the presidential palace. So we'll keep you we'll keep a close eye on those developments. Apart from that, uh, lots of local developments and lots of concerts to be celebrating here in Sharjah as well. Oh,
1: yeah. Yesterday was a beautiful concert here at Al-Majaz Amphitheater with the Egyptian superstars uh, Tamar Husni and Ahmed Saad. I was personally there. Uh, I attended this concert. It was amazing. I'm just going to tell you, it was amazing. I will give you my review of the concert, what went down. Um, And also we'll be talking about international stories and uh, ones also from the region, not just that, uh, because Saudi Arabia just announced some companies will be able to operate in KSA without having a to have a headquarters in the country. So uh, we'll be talking about companies with foreign operations. um, How will they be able to um, go around with this new rule um, in Saudi Arabia? This is great. Uh, we'll be talking about that because now they can operate in the kingdom without local headquarters. And this was just reported yesterday. So we'll be talking about that into greater details this hour.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, celebrating all things information, celebrating all things stats to, ch- to share with you. Amongst interesting stats that I've just come across is a global emotions report. It suggests that Lebanon, Iraq and Jordan are amongst the world's angriest countries. Oh, really? Apparently, mm-hmm. yeah, they're very angry. Actually,
1: you just talked about the two Arabs that are not that angry, not really? that angry. No, they, they love the. Um, they have you know they have the life of the party inside of them so much.
0: <laughs> Don't stand <laughs> to be why. honest. But yeah, very chill people. Apparently, Lebanon, Iraq, and Jordan are amongst the angriest. Uh, Jordan,
1: they're known to be a little bit. Yeah, they they have Hot-headed. such. They are yeah, and they're very. Um, uh, they call them uh, you know, like they're Oof. always like you know angry, but they have such good hearts as well.
0: There you go. Yeah. So if you are, they have gri- a serious uh, tone kind serious of to their to, to
1: their um, attitude.
0: There you go. If you agree or disagree to this report, drop us a message on 4215. Argue against this global emotions report. Uh, What are they talking about? Well, uh, we'll definitely be keeping a close eye on the developments across the globe and here on the Morning Match List, we'll keep you posted about them. So stay with us on the program. We shall be back after a traffic update and some musical entertainment here on the program. And up next, uh, we talk to you uh, about the developments here in the United Arab Emirates. We had a very interesting discussion at the Museum of the Future for the young ones to realise the progress the country's made in the space sector. What's happening? All of this is going to be discussed right here on The Morning map. It's, it's the Morning, morning Majlis. It's the Morning matchless. Biggest story of the day so far. Opening of China. The uh, consumer market isn't uh, rebounding to pre-pandemic levels just yet, but Asia Pacific markets traded higher as Hong Kong and mainland China resumed quarantine-free travel over the weekend, signalling the end of zero-COVID policy, which kept their borders effectively closed for nearly three years. And looking at this morning, Hang Seng and uh, hong kong gained over 1.68 percent shanghai also rising 0.76 percent uh, south Af- south korea's cosby uh, also rising 1.82 percent it's been optimism all around, especially looking at the uh, the oil markets as well, uh, they're trading at just below eighty dollars a barrel, seventy nine point forty three as of this morning on a Monday. Uh, but travelers are also rushing to take advantage of the situation: China's reopening after three years of covid closure there's been emotional scenes at the airports uh, um in hong kong they're saying that about 400,000 people are expected to travel into mainland china in the coming weeks with long queues for flights into cities including uh, beijing and men as well double decker coaches packed with travelers arrived at the hong kong uh, zui macau bridge to catch buses to the guangdong province and there were students returning home and excitement to be honest and this is the start of a new year and uh, the first period of lunar new year travel is going to begin at this stage
1: well it looks like that it's going to take some time mm-hmm. for chinese consumers to really start spending again despite this reopening that just happened um but you know it was actually it is expected that it will take at least three or four months before revenue can actually return to normal in in most uh, um, stores let's just say or um, for consumers and for the past six months revenue has actually dropped uh, uh, to 30 percent of typical levels according to um, store owners uh, in 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 the city of Guangzhou, for example um, now china's retail s- sales they were actually down slightly for uh 2022 as of november according to official data uh, but consumption has lagged overall economic growth ever since the pandemic began nearly three years ago and for the year ahead um, they're saying they're uh, they're hopeful Uh the hope is that they at least get back to the first quarter of 2022 that's the level they're hoping to reach actually Um, retail sales for the first three months of last year, they were up by about 3.3% from a year ago, but had actually slowed to a decline of 0.7% for the first half of the year, according to latest, um, reports Uh, a return to 2021 when retail sales rebounded by about 12.5 percent that would be an optimistic scenario uh, according to what store owners are saying the bulk of Chinese household wealth is tied up in real estate that's a a one-time hot market that's basically it has slumped in the in the past year mainland China or Chinese stock markets they that that dropped as well uh, last year for the first time in four years exports which happens to be a driver for china's growth have uh started to decline in the in the last few months as global demand also has been waning and that's something that's uh, from from that end is not very promising but hopefully things are picking up again there is hopes also for a travel rebound because uh, they have also announced that they have, uh, e- they have eased restrictions for travelers as well. So that's something that we're hopeful they're going to get their, um, uh, their country up and going from as well.
0: Yep, yeah, of course. And that's that's the best thing, I think, for a lot of um, airports and airlines across the globe. I think the big focus is on uh, the importance of reopening um, the travel. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's different countries have also been looking at uh, new policies uh, for Chinese visitors uh, in terms of COVID testing as well. Um, UAE flights recently announced um, that they are. Uh, for, for Chinese travellers. Passengers travelling from the UAE to China will have to take a COVID-19 test and um Uh, starting before the end of the 2022. China said that they were reported reopening its borders to foreign travelers as well. And in line with that, uh, that announcement was made by the UAE embassy as well at that stage. Uh, UAE embassy in China has also um, announced changes to the policy that said uh, on the citizens and travelers leaving China for the UAE must have a negative COVID-19 PCR test taken no more than 48 hours before the departure. As of Sunday, quarantine procedures for all personnel upon entry uh, were scrapped and the UAE now expects travelers from China to present a health declaration upon arrival by filling out a form provided at the Chinese customs ports as well. So this is uh, in in line with the measures taken place by uh, the uh, the authorities here in the United Arab Emirates. Apart from that, looking at uh, Xinhua News Agency, this is the official news agency in a big portal of uh, the English news portal for China. They've been describing it as uh, international flights arrive in China after COVID-19 management optimized. Great choice of words over there. China enters new phase of COVID-19 response. From Sunday, China starts managing COVID-19 with measures designed for combating Class B infectious diseases instead of Class A infectious diseases. In recent months, the country has made an array of active adjustments in its COVID response from novel coronavirus pneumonia to novel coronavirus infection, downgrading the COVID-19 measures as well. So uh, it's it's good news to an extent, but also something that we're going to be keeping a close eye on as well, because we do remember, let's not forget that uh, it was during the Chinese lunar year celebrations that uh, COVID-19 had uh, spread rapidly. But good news is markets are reacting in a positive way. Uh, Oil prices are also coming up slightly uh, as uh, the, the, uh, the, the optimism surrounding the reopening is being felt well stay with us here on the program we'll be right back after some more musical entertainment of course but up next we have the day's business headlines courtesy of aisha al-mazmi you're listening to the morning majlis only on pulse 95 the morning majlis talking the stories that are shaping headlines this is pulse 95
1: uh, I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with Jack Ma. He happens to be the billionaire founder of Ant Group. Um, well, now he is—he said to give up control of the Chinese fintech giant after a regulatory crackdown has actually went down. Uh, the group actually said that after this, uh, the change, no one would have overall control. But the formerly um, Jack Ma has actually seldom been seen in public ever since criticizing China's financial sector back in 2020. And following that criticism, Ant Group's planned stock market flotation was abruptly halted. Um, now, f- Ant Group runs Alipay. It happens to be the main online payment system in China, which has eclipsed cash, checks, and credit cards. And Jack Ma happens to be a former English teacher who founded this e-commerce giant Alibaba directly and indirectly controls more than 50% of Ant Group itself. However, after the changes in, in governance structure, he will control just over only 6%.
0: Yeah, uh, he's it's, it's a very tricky situation for him as well, isn't it? So now, he's also... Um, been going through the updates so far that we you know with the, the, how the markets are reacting today. Shares of the Chinese listed uh, company Ant Group has, uh, has have risen, and as a result of the announcement that uh, the founder is no longer controlling. Uh, the company. Hong Kong listed shares of uh, Mars Alibaba jumped up by more than 5%. Shares of Longshine Technology Group and Jilin Zhangwan and Shanghai Golden Bear Bridge Infotech also uh, grew. and said over the weekend that founder Jack Ma will give up control of the company and the overall also seeks to draw a line under a regulatory crackdown that was triggered soon after its mammoth stock market debut was. Uh, a, a took place over two years ago. Now, um, apart from that, uh, we've got uh, big announcements across the globe. Um, Apart from Jack Ma, there's developments in Brazil at the moment uh, where protesters had stormed the presidential palace um Bolsonaro supporters had stormed the Brazilian Congress, as Facebook says, it will remove content that praises the storming of Brazil's government buildings. Um, Brazil will adopt further measures to strengthen the country's capital. that's according to uh, the justice minister saying that they will be adopting more measures aimed at strengthening the capital of Brasilia. Uh, There are people still on the Internet saying they are going to continue with these acts and they will not be able to destroy the Brazilian democracy. They won't. Uh, UN Secretary General also condemned assault on uh, the democratic institutions of uh, the of the country. Bolsonaro also denounces his support storming of the government building. Former President Jair Bolsonaro denounced the the uh, the, uh, the invasions of public buildings in Brasilia. Police say that they have since cleared the crowds from the country's Supreme Court, the presidential palace, and the congressional building. Bolsonaro also tweeted that peaceful demonstrations respecting the Law are all part of democracy. Now, this has happened after earlier this morning. Uh, Whilst we were waking up, uh, over 400 people uh, had been arrested for after they stormed the government buildings. Uh, Police say that they have cleared it. And uh, Bolsonaro also calls it a sad day for Brazilian nation after supporters uh, had stormed their government buildings. Uh, Brazilian presidential office also shared uh, videos of the vandalism in the palace Joe Biden also issued a statement condemning the assault on democracy. So, uh, so that that's the situation, and uh, this comes after just weeks after the new president Lula da Silva was inaugurated. And uh, we'll definitely be uh, keeping a close eye on the developments about what's happening in Brazil. Uh, but now, for now, we'll take a bit of a breather. We'll let you enjoy the musical entertainment on offer. Um, these were the top international stories that we were covering here on the program. Uh, up next, some regional developments. Saudi Arabia has made an announcement. Relaxation of certain measures that they had enforced a couple of months ago about winning contracts with the government and, and, and joining those bids that they have to have a regional office. But uh, they've made a an exception, and we'll talk to you about that exception as well here on the program. So stay with us on the Morning Majlis. That discussion is up next here on the program.